I am so glad to be here. Uh, we are in our resolution series, halfway through uh, this series. And what I started by saying last week is uh, over these three weeks, beginning last week, based on our vision, I want to offer three resolutions for this new year. If you need a refresher uh, from our vision from last week, our vision is to create followers of Jesus by welcoming others into God's love, which is what we spoke about last week. And then the second component, the second part of our vision is creating communities of belonging. That's what I want to talk about this morning. How do we create communities of belonging? And I have titled this sermon, Where Everybody Knows Your Name. (laughs) And if you can think back to last week, I mentioned that there are two components uh, to these resolutions. There's the collective. So for us here at Awaken, this is who we are. We're saying that we are a church, we are a community that creates communities of belonging. So how do we do that together? Uh, This is what we are building here collectively. And then there's a personal component as well. How do we live into this reality? How do we live into this truth? How do we in our own lives create communities of belonging? Now, uh, there's this word in the New Testament, alelone, and it means one another. It means mutually or reciprocally. And it shows up How many times did it show up in the New Testament? The answer is right behind me. 100, wow. Did you count them all this morning? (laughs) 100 times. If a word shows up 100 times, that's quite a few times. In one collection of letters, gospels, 100 times in the New Testament, this word shows up. 59 times it shows up speaking about specific commands teaching how and how not to relate to one another. When I think about the church, when I think about Awaken, what we're doing here, when I think about creating communities of belonging, I think about this word alelone and the 59 times that it's used to talk about how it is that we are to relate to one another, to each other here. To the person that you see sitting across from you or down the aisle, maybe you want to peer across and wave to one of your neighbors. Uh, These one another's are for you. This is the type of community. Let me give you a few examples of what we find in the New Testament. First, Romans chapter 14, verse 13. Therefore, let us stop passing judgment on one another. Uh, Hopefully there was no judgment passing uh, as we were doing our greeting this morning. Hopefully that was none of that going on here. Uh, here's a second example. Accept one another just as Christ Jesus accepted you in order to bring praise to God. When you accept each other, when you accept another person, accept them for who they are, for what they bring, you're bringing praise to God. You ever think about that? When you are a safe place, for someone else. That is an act of worship. When you listen and hear what someone has to say, what they have to share, when you're having a conversation with someone, not passing judgment, but just listening and accepting where they happen to be, that is an act of worship. I know sometimes we think worship is just what we do when we sing songs. Yeah, that's a part of it, but 
we also bring praise to God the way in which we interact with each other. Accept one another just as you yourself have been accepted. Uh, here's another example of this word. Carry each other's burdens. Uh, should we do a poll here this morning? Uh, who's carrying a burden around with them this morning? <laughs> Probably all of us. We all have a few burdens. Imagine if uh, there were others who were carrying that burden with you. So instead of a 100-pound burden, maybe it was 90 pounds, 50 pounds, 30 pounds. I mean, the more of us that can help each other carry these burdens, the lighter they would feel. Wouldn't that be an amazing way to live? Where life were a little bit lighter? The heaviness that we often feel going through life, if, if that were to be eased a bit because of others who are right there with you. Uh, here's another example. Be kind and compassionate to one another. Be kind to each other. Uh, show some compassion. Uh, and then here we go, forgiving each other. This is a very difficult one. When I think about this, it's, ooh, yeah, this is the type of community I want to be a part of. I mean, imagine if all the places that we went to, all the communities that we belong to, that we were a part of, lived like this. Kindness, compassion, forgiveness were at the center of the places that we belong to. Now, uh, here's a, another example. Uh, this is First Thessalonians. May the Lord make your love increase and overflow for each other. Not just may you be filled up with love, but may it come pouring out of you. It's like a waterfall. You can't contain the love because it is just coming out of every single pore. Uh, and it doesn't just stop here. So we talk about this within a church context. May your love overflow for each other here. But then uh, we continue for everyone else as well. So yes, it's about this community. It's about this church, this group of people. But it's about having your love increase here so that it flows out of you everywhere you go. So every person you meet experiences the love that you have just pouring out of your soul. Here's another. Uh, encourage one another daily. Can anyone use some encouragement on a bleak Thursday morning? Some days you just don't want to get out of bed. Encourage one another daily. Therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. Forget Thursday. What about a Tuesday afternoon? Can anyone use some more prayer in the middle of the week? Pray for each other. Uh, there, there's something that you're carrying with you and you just, you need to bring someone else into it. So you confess what you've been carrying. And in a way, as we do this, we're told that, that we experience a healing. And speaking about that heaviness, it's like that heaviness that we carry with us. It, it becomes a little bit lighter as we bring others into that which we are experiencing. And we have someone else pray for us for what we're going through. Uh, here's another. Uh, this is the final example. For this is the message that you heard from the beginning. And I wanted to end with this because here's the message. This is where the message starts and this is where it ends. Love one another. And I, I know we talked all about love last week, but this is at the heart of what we're doing here, that we would show love for each other. So when the church is being described in the New Testament, it's being described as a place of non-judgment, acceptance, support in time of need, kindness, compassion, forgiveness, overflowing love, daily encouragement, and prayer for each other. 
Imagine if this is the type of community that we walk through life with. When I think about Awaken, why I created Awaken, why I started it, this is why. That we would have a community that lives these qualities out. Uh, there's a Canadian author, philosopher. Uh, his vision of the church that I came across a few years ago, immensely compelling. I want to read it for you. In the midst of all the violence and corruption of the world, God invites us today to create new places of belonging, places of sharing, of peace and of kindness, places where no one needs to defend himself or herself, places where each one is loved and accepted with one's own fragility, abilities, and disabilities. You're accepted. Whatever you bring to the table, you're accepted right where you are. This is my vision for our churches, that they become places of belonging, places of sharing. Anyone else, when you think about church, you're like, yeah, that, that's a church. That's a place that I want to be a part of. Now, if someone were writing a theme song for a church, I have the perfect theme song for us. And I think this is a perfect illustration of what we're to be doing, of what every single church is to embody each week. Making your way in the world today takes everything you've got. Taking a break from all your worries sure would help a lot. Wouldn't you like to get away? When you've got no lights, the check is in the mail And your little angel hung the cat up by its tail And your third fiancé didn't show Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name It's a place where every single person knows whatever you're going through. There's a place where you can go, where you can belong. And there was an interview uh, done in 2012 where the cast and the crew, they were interviewed about their experience on Cheers. And here's what one of the, I think it was the executive producer had to say about uh, Cheers, about the show. He said, when they came in and they pitched the show, you could feel the room shudder. What kind of show would be in a bar? When did it start? In the 80s? I mean, this was pretty progressive, I guess, for, for uh, TV at the time. Now it's like, pff, whatever. But here they are. What kind of a show would be in a bar? How do we handle all the alcohol? But the Charles brothers, the ones who created it, they very clearly said, this isn't about the place. This is about a family. I love that. It's not about a place. It's not about the bar. The setting, that's secondary to the story that we want to tell. It's about a group of people coming together, and as they say here, uh, not a group of brothers and sisters, but it's people from various backgrounds all coming together because they are a family. It's a community. 
people who are journeying through life together. Uh, here's the, uh, the chorus. Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name, and they're always glad you came. When you walk through that door, we are a place that is creating a community of belonging. I want to see a smile on everyone's face. Like, oh, my goodness, they're here again? Yes. Yeah, I've seen them for the past 50 weeks, uh, 100 weeks, but it's okay because I am so glad that I can be here and, and they remember my name. And I know sometimes names can get a bit wonky. I understand that. Uh, but they know me. They know what I'm going through. And then here, you want to be uh, where you can see our troubles are all the same. Yeah, we're all going through similar things in life. The thing that I desire to focus on here, what I see being focused on in the New Testament when the church is being spoken about, it's our shared humanity. We all struggle with things in life. And you can find yourself in someone else's story. And as we share our stories, we realize that underneath, we're all the same. We're all after the same thing. You're all here because... You want to grow in your relationship with God. You're here be because of that, that vision, creating followers of Jesus. You want to know, well, what does it mean for me to be a follower of Jesus in my life today? You want to go someplace where you feel loved, accepted, all the qualities that we looked at, the one another's that we looked at earlier. You want to go to a place where you don't feel judged, but where you feel kindness and compassion and love coming your way. You want to be where everybody knows your name. Now, who has seen this movie? It's Avatar. Not your cup of tea? <laughs> well, we can check uh, Showtime's for it if you want to hang out here later. <laughs> it was great. Who remembers, for the Navi, these blue people right here, what's the greeting that they offer to each other when they see each other? I see you. This is extremely profound. Because what's being said here? I, I, I see you right there. I acknowledge you. And isn't this what we all want in life? That we all want to be seen, heard, accepted for who we are? I mean, this greeting, it is so deep and profound. It's not that really quick, hey, what's up, how you doing? Great, okay, got to go, see you later. But this is, I'm actually going to pause from what I'm doing, and I'm going to acknowledge you and our connection for a moment. I'm going to pause for a minute, and I'm going to place all of my focus on you. I see you. That is what I desire to see here at Awaken. And I think we do a really, really, really good job of that. So you should all give yourselves a round of applause because I think we do that really, really well. I would love to see as other people walk through the door that they would feel seen and heard and accepted as well. Those are those one another's that we just read about. When Paul and all the other New Testament authors are writing about the church, I, I would almost argue that they were saying, hey, our greetings should be same as the Navi. I see you. You're here. I'm glad you're here. And you're accepted right where you are. So here's the resolution for today, for this year. The resolution is to see and then to be seen. Because it's reciprocal. 
So the resolution is for us to see each other, to acknowledge one another's presence here at church, but I would also argue everywhere you go. People are dying to be listened to. So funny. Uh, so for my birthday, my brother-in-law, he got like one of the best birthday presents you could possibly imagine. Uh, who has heard of Cameo before? It, it, it's a website. It's an app. I had never heard of this before. And uh, he sent me a, a text message during the day. It's like a Cameo video was made for you. I'm like, what is this? What's he spamming me with? Uh, so I, I kind of set it to the side, and then I didn't check it till later on. And I finally, I hit the video, and what Cameo is, it is you can hire a celebrity to record a personalized video message for someone. <laughs> so he found uh, this singer from one of my favorite bands, and I click on this video, and it was like, Dave, hey, happy birthday. I hope you're having a great birthday. And it's so funny because I know this person has no idea who I am. If I were to go up to him a week from now and we're like, hey, thanks so much for your birthday greeting, he'd be like, who are you again? But there was something about that that when you're hearing someone that you uh, respect, someone that you follow, they're calling you by your name. They're wishing you a ha It's like they know some personal details about me. Uh, like he put something in there about creating podcasts and <laughs> It was, I mean, it was great. And there was, there was this connection. I was like, yeah, that, that's, a, that's pretty cool to have that experience. Even though I knew that this person has no clue who I am, but I think that's what we all want. We, we all want that connection with others, that others would call us by our names and that they would see us for who we are that th there would be these relationships that are being formed. And I, I think that's at the heart of what it means to be a church. So uh, the resolution for this year is that we would see each other, but then that we would also be seen ourselves. Because we can be really, really good at acknowledging someone else's presence, but then we ourselves can often be in hiding. We, we can hold back parts of ourselves because, oh, I can't bring other people into that. And I, I think a resolution for us, a challenge for us, is that we would find our group, our crew, where we can share all the parts of ourselves. Not just the good, but the bad as well. Carry each other's burdens. And it doesn't have to be every single person. I'm not saying get up here in the front and just spill the beans, but there have to be people in your life that you're able to be completely transparent and honest with. People who you feel like you can share everything and you know no matter what you say, they will still accept and love you for who you are. So the resolution for this year, for this week, is to see each other and then to find others where you can be seen, where you can bring your whole self, whatever you happen to be going through. So what does this look like for us? Let's talk about the sexiest word in the church, membership, because everyone loves talking about church membership. I don't like church membership. Uh, I'll just throw it out there. That's uh, why I joke about it all the time. And I remember when, when I started Awaken, I had to figure out, okay, how are we going to do membership? And I came up with this idea, which I actually really like. <laughs> it's a way that uh, church membership, I make it work for me. Uh, I've mentioned before, probably you've heard this from me time and time again. I don't like the idea that you sign up once for a church 
you give all these beliefs that are in your head and then you're in, you're good to go, and then that's it. I think church membership is something that should be dynamic. I think it should be something that is revisited on a regular basis where we decide, okay, yeah, I want to sign up again. I want to commit again to this community. This is the place where I need to be for this upcoming year. So at the end of every single year, we wipe the slate clean, and then we ask again, who wants to commit to another trip around the sun here at Awaken? Uh, so what does church membership mean? Look down the aisle at each other. Look around. Uh, you're committing to this group, to the people that you see here. At lay loan, those one another is you're committing to being part of a community that puts love at the center. A community where together we are being people of kindness and compassion. We're carrying each other's burdens. So it's, yes, we're committing to a church, but in reality, church is just a group of people. And so we're committing to each other. We're committing to this vision, this vision that we're talking about. Every single year, I want us to ask ourselves the question, this vision, welcoming others into God's love, creating communities of belonging, is this the vision that I want to be a part of building? Is this the community that I want to commit myself to for this upcoming year? Uh, so we have no members at this point. Uh, we do have membership forms on the back table. Would love to have you consider membership again for this year. Uh, it is an important part. Uh, as I mentioned with the annual meeting, we will need to have our members uh, vote uh, Ted and his unopposed status, uh, budget, all of that. So it is something that we have to do, uh, but it's it's more than just going through motions. It's, yeah, this is, this is my group. This is my crew, and uh, I want to journey with this group of people for this upcoming year. And then let's talk a little bit about community group. When I mentioned that community group was going to be starting up again, I heard a resounding, yes, I can't wait from Adrian the other week. I pulled her aside. I said, hey, can I interview you about community group? And she said, I think I'm going to be skiing next week. So I said, great, can you send me, uh, can you write something up that I can read to everyone of what you would say if you were being interviewed? And let me read this for you. Here's what Adrian wrote to me. What I love about Awakened Community Group is the opportunity to dive deeper into Dave's sermons. I am sure we all leave with a little more knowledge and spiritual growth after Sunday morning service. But I also find that it spurs other questions and thoughts and an incentive to learn just a little more. Or, sometimes I want to challenge something that was said because it didn't quite make sense. The group helps answer those questions and definitely enlightens me to other perspectives. And sometimes I leave with even more questions, which is what growing is all about. I love getting my aha moments. Another shout out for Ted. Uh, Ted tends to back Dave up. He offers great historical background and usually has an explanation from a different angle. And it further opens discussions. The group meetings help me move outside my comfort zone to explore thoughts and feelings and reflect on the people and world we live in. Love this potential to grow. Also, it's an opportunity to become more personal with one another. Whoa, she used one another, and I didn't even tell her about this sermon. Uh, and to get to know each other better. I definitely always enjoy sharing desserts especially when it's a homemade pie. We have indulged in cookies, ice cream, special beverages. What special beverages could she be talking about? I'm going to have to ask her about that. Hmm, what's going on over there, Debbie? I think our next meeting is cheese with crackers and homemade wine, not to be missed. 
this discussion will surely be good. And it's an awesome opportunity to get out at night, much more enlightening than Netflix. I hope to see you at our next evening and share a glass of vino. Ah, <laughs> oh, that is so good. Yeah, that's, that's community group. We take what we're doing here, and then we go a little deeper and drink homemade wine and indulge and ask questions and see each other, listen to each other, hear different perspectives. Here's that quote uh, that I gave you earlier from Jean Veneer. In the midst of all the violence, the corruption, we might say the brokenness, the fragmenting of the world that we live in, God invites us today, invites us to create a community of belonging. Last week, we looked at the story, uh, the calling of Levi. What were the two words that Jesus offered to Levi when he called him into his community? Follow me. Nice. Follow me. This is the invitation that Jesus offers to follow Jesus into creating a community of belonging, of sharing, of peace, of kindness, where we're all loved and accepted, regardless of where we find ourselves. This year, the resolution is to see each other, acknowledge each other, accept one another, and then allow yourself to be seen as well so that you can experience the healing, the grace, the acceptance that we hear about all throughout the New Testament. That's my vision for Awaken, and that's my vision for each one of us. Let me pray for us. God, thank you for this community. I thank you for the love that is felt here. God, I, I, I see it, I feel it every time, uh, whenever we have uh, a moment of greeting, God, just the way in which we interact with each other, the love that is uh, exhibited by each one of us. I pray that this year we would continue uh, to grow in that love. God, may kindness, compassion, forgiveness, support, encouragement, may it all be a part of this community. May we feel it. May we truly feel like we have others who are journeying through this life with us. So I thank you for Sunday mornings. I thank you for community group. And I pray uh, that Awaken would continue to be a place of belonging and acceptance for every single person that walks through the door. I pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen.